Joining us on stage right now, a legend in her own right of the Milwaukee Brewers and Fox Sports Wisconsin Brewers TV play-by-play group, which includes Sophia Minnert. Hello, Sophia. That's quite an introduction. Well, you have like a special title title now. I can't can't live up to that kind of billing. You You have a lot of titles now. I know. I can hardly keep them. You straight. Veep, okay. Are you president yet? No, just, no, no, no. That's a Rick Schlesinger title. Oh. Legend? Legend. Nope, nope, nope. I feel like that doesn't fit either. Bob Euchre has <laughs> that. Bob Euchre probably and holds that. And I'm certainly not going to pretend to be in his category. Mm-hmm. Well, it's great to see you. Great to see you um, guys. It's, it's been a little while, so a little backstory here. And uh, Sophie and I shared a booth in Los Angeles. Booth 12, uh, booth 12. will be uh, never used again uh, after she, I, and Rock sat in there for the series that was in Los Angeles. And uh, what happened was, it's a very crowded media room in Los Angeles, so a little soft knock came at my door one day, and uh, it was Sophia and Bill Schroeder, and they came down and said, hey, do you mind if we bunk in here a little bit? Now, the booth was no wider than this table. No, it was a very small booth, so we all hunkered in there and enjoyed watching Brewers baseball. Uh, booth 12 will forever be enshrined why, why at Dodger Stadium. I don't know. I was in there because I was on the right. air. Yeah. Right. And then there was just, I guess no space for you guys we didn't have seats so because we weren't carrying the game for the postseason um, we were only doing like pre and post game coverage so we couldn't sit in the press box because there's not enough seating up there in dodger stadium so greg is being very kind with his version of the story what really happened is you know i did knock at the door and i said please god greg take us in because we have nowhere else to go and otherwise Rock and I were probably going to go sit like in the stand somewhere. She didn't throw a, do you know who I am? She didn't use a, no. do you know who no. I am? I, I actually just kind of begged Greg and, was, and guilt-tripped him into allowing us to sit in the booth with him, which was very kind. We enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun. And, uh, and now you're on to great things with the Brewers, and you've kind of kept fans in the loop this offseason. And I, really cool stuff, Sophia, getting to know players and what they do when it's not baseball time. You'd have some cool experiences. Zach Davies, Josh Hader, getting to know them a little bit more on a personal level. Yeah, so part of my new role with the team is is to do more digital content, to do more off-season content. So we were able to do that with our Brewers on Tap series. Um, you can go to YouTube.com slash Brewers to see some of that content. But it's been a lot of fun because, as you said, we got to go to Arizona. So we did a tour of Maryvale, Arizona Fall League with Keston Hira, who's their top prospect, a number of other prospects as well. As you said, clay shooting with, with Hayter, which was a blast, and going golfing with Zach Davies. Um, we had the opportunity to go out to L.A. as well for the California Strong softball game. We did a shoot with Ryan Braun and Christian Yelich, which will come out soon before spring training, and then spent kind of a day in the life with Mark Adonacio at his office in L.A., and that was really interesting because I think you forget that Mark has a very stressful day job that pays the bills for the Brewers. Um, so it was fun to get kind of his insight on what his daily life is like. How nice is it, a game broadcast, it's different, but it's kind of the same. With, with this content that you're putting together, you're getting to really be creative and kind of step outside the box. How much fun is that part it's of it? It's a lot of fun, and it's stuff that I really like to do, and I think it's just it's harder to do during the season because just the, the pace of the schedule – there are games every single day. There are very few off days. And I think it's, you know, the guys have their responsibilities during the season. And they're very gracious with their time. But it's harder to ask them for a couple of hours or to spend a day. And so that's kind of the stuff that we're able to do in the off season. And, and for me, I think it's fun as a reporter and for them, for the fans as well, like to, spend, to see what these guys are like away from the field, away from the game, away from like the stresses of what the season is. So I give them a lot of credit for also sharing their downtime with us. 
I want to know what you know that you didn't know before. So you can pass question. along all yeah. these people. Yeah. I learned this about this player. Or, you know, if you said you have to give us five statements about the players you've learned yeah. just in being with them in that environment. Yeah, well, I think, I'll, like, Zach Davies, for example. Like, I knew he was always into golf. But what I didn't know is he essentially started playing golf the same time he started playing baseball. And he's never had any lessons. Never like been professionally trained never really competed in it just something that was a hobby he learned a lot of it from his dad and so i just thought that was really interesting of like something that kind of he said helps him with his baseball but at the same time he doesn't have the training in golf that he obviously does i bet he's baseball. still pretty good he's still pretty good yeah he's very athletic um and you know things with like josh Hader of like the clay shooting he thinks clay shooting is harder than pitching I'm like, well, you make you go out there and you make it look easy. So I could see how you say that, but I think we know the reality, right? Of pitching is obviously much harder than clay shooting. Isn't that kind of fun to just to humanize? Totally. I think everybody, fans alike, you look for a way to connect with with an athlete whose life is is different than ours, right? Much different. But there are those elements of of them as people that you don't often see that can connect you with them. I'm sure there's people who love clay shooting. Obviously, people love golf, right? So that opportunity to get to know players on a human level, I think, is unique. Yeah, and I think that's important, right? Is to remember, like, there's a lot more to these guys aside from what we see from them at the field, on the, you know, just at the stadium. Like, there's a a a lot more human happening there. So I think it's it's cool to be able to show that. I think it's interesting because we've all been around sports for a long time, and there's there's a lot of athletes, a lot of teams that you're going to have a, a guy or two that's not exactly a, a good guy. With this Brewers group, it seems like across the board, they're all really good guys, and you're getting this situation where you get to get to know them a little bit more. How much easier is it for your job having the type of human being that the Brewers tend to bring in? It makes it infinitely easier. I mean, I think with what we do, and especially for my role, like I have to ask the guys for their time every single day. You know, that's just like the reality of it. Of like with Craig Council. We speak to him twice a day, every day, before the game and after the game. And the same thing with the players. It's not just covering what's happening that day. You're also trying to work ahead for the next day, maybe getting that day's starting pitcher, or you're looking ahead at the series. You're trying to touch base with coaches about what's going on. So I think just being aware of, like, you have to ask people for their time every day. Um, it's hard, and they don't always have to say yes, but these guys, nine times out of ten, say yes. Because they understand that it's part of the job. They're willing to do it. They're happy to talk about it. Um, and it certainly helps when they're winning. There's no doubt. You know, winning makes everything more fun. Um, but, yeah, I think just knowing that that group really likes each other, they sincerely pull for each other, the chemistry that you see in the clubhouse and on the field is very real. And that's something that Craig Council and David Stearns have really put a premium on, is, like, that character and that connection within the clubhouse. All right, now let's get to the good stuff. One day with Mark Antanasio. What kind of car does he drive? Where do you go for lunch? Um, what actually does he do? Does he talk baseball? Uh, is that enough to start with? Yeah, that's a good question. So his office is in Los Angeles on Santa Monica Boulevard. He's got a beautiful view of the ocean and downtown. You can actually see a baseball field. Um, and, And just in the time that we were there, I think you really get a feel for how diverse his day is and like kind of his how his time is being pulled in a lot of different directions like with the span of an hour 
From the time he walked in, he was on the phone with David Stearns. Then he had to hop on a conference call for Major League Baseball. Then he had to take another call for an investment decision that they needed an answer on by noon. And then because of all that, we were an hour late with our appointment. But these were all things that like, this is how he operates. You know, this is like things have timelines, things need to get done. He's juggling two very stressful jobs, right? He's managing an investment company, and he's also the owner of a Major League Baseball team. Um, and it happened to be the day of the Yasmani Grandal press conference. So then um, he's got DirecTV in his office, so he can watch all the games. He can watch whether whether it's MLB Network or the business channels to keep track of what's going on in the markets and, and that day. Um, so we, we watched the Grandal press coverage on, on MLB Network. So I think you just you got to feel for how he has to divide his time and attention and did, it's it's hard did, did you ask him hey now you, all right we're watching yasmani you just wrote a check for what right. 16 million dollars right i mean i don't know how that ever it's like fantasy land for us it's just like well that's just what the market is but right. no it's real life business money that goes to these players and, and it's it's all part of the process yes but my goodness but at the end of the day it's real money right oh my like gosh. these are these are real transactions and this is like real money that's being exchanged hands and ultimately he's the one signing the checks he always looks so cool too doesn't he mark atanasio yeah. yes so i would agree relaxed, with that premise for, for yeah. remarkably relaxed for the stress level of the jobs he has even and when maybe, he had the scooter yes, yes. well and it, it was a big day because that was his first day out of the boot since he tore his achilles so it was a big day for him he was very excited to sort of be out on his sneakers and be out of the boot and be off of the the little scooter. But one thing that may surprise you is he does not have a computer at his desk. He does all of his work off of his iPad, which I thought was kind of interesting because it allows him to be more mobile and allows him to just be wherever he needs to be. Fascinating stuff. Always no good to connect. At his desk. <laughs> it's unbelievable. No computer. Hey, why do you need one, right? You, I mean, I think you, right. you probably picture like a you know a multi-screen situation, and that's not the case. I actually it's did. An iPad. I actually did picture that exactly as you described. Yeah. Sophia Minner joining us on stage. Give it up for Sophia. Check her out. Milwaukee Brewers baseball and Fox Sports Wisconsin spring training right around the corner, and then the regular season about two months away. Believe it or not. Thank you so much, Sophia. Thanks for having me, guys. It was good. Fun.